Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it into our metaphorical gate. My name's James. My name is Sam. And welcome. We are at our third episode of our mini series. Our mini series. Our, mini our premium limited mini series. We are in our HBO era. Mm-hmm. Prestige actresses. <laughs> That's us. That is us. Today, we're going to be focusing on Lord's third album. Mm-hmm. The wonderful Solar Power. Solar Power. Um, well, just hi, by the way. How are you? Yeah, good, good. <laughs> How are you, James? Good, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've recorded an episode already today, so we're going to dive back in. As fresh as ever. Yes. Um, Solar Power. Wow, what's that to be said about this wonderful album? Oh, it, that, and that's exactly what it is, a wonderful album. Well, we'll get into it. I mean... Lord, um, I mean, her first two albums, Pure Heron, changed everything. Started it all. Changed it. Started it all. Started it all. Um, I mean, you couldn't listen to the radio without hearing Royals Uh. at the time. Um, I, I mean, that sound is so it really encapsulated that generation <sighs> right like it had tumblr in a chokehold i was there i was held we were there on the front lines yeah uh i mean that minimalist like yeah talking about being a teenager and not feeling like you belong and <sighs> going to parties <sighs> and like, maybe not enjoying it oh uh, we've all been there Really? I remember that image of like the tennis court single, just like doing the rounds oh of my God. her, just like on the tennis court. Oh. Yeah. And uh, it, she was weird. You she know? was weird. Like, she, she's isn't the like video the... for Royals just like her face? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like really odd. Oh, team is as well. Oh, right. I can't remember what I'm Or tennis of. court. I think there's a few <laughs> where it's just her face. She's, yeah. yeah. And she's got a great face. Mm. She really does. Mm-hmm. But um, you, so you were a fan of this Oh, of, co- of uh, pure heroin. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was a Lordinator all the way through. A Lordinator. Yeah. That that was. Um, she captured something that I felt hadn't been captured in this mainstream kind of form. Yeah. Um, that there, and it's very of its time, but it's still so classic now as well. Like for sure. That. I mean, she's speaking just about the teenage experience. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just stunning work there. Stunning I mean, work. Royals was one of the biggest songs. Of the time. Of, of that year. Yeah. Like, it was fucking huge. Mm. And she was 16? 16. Right? Just was... shot to fame as a young child. Literally. Which would fuck anyone up, right? Oh, literally. Uh, and she had this emo look. Like, she was not like the other girls. The cherry lipstick. She, uh, yes. The thick, dark hair. Yes. The cascading, the dark clothes. It was quite quite a time. <laughs> so, after Puheron, I guess she disappeared for a bit, hey? She disappeared for a little bit. What year was Puheron? Do you know? I think Pierre Heron was 2013, 2012. Right, okay. So yeah. then Drama wasn't until 2017, I believe, right? No, yeah. So she kind of disappeared, came back with um, Green Light. Green Light. And Ooh. when we say 
pure heroin started at all, <laughs> melodrama changed, changed it, all. it all. As we yeah. love to say on this podcast. Literally. One started, the second changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Literally. I guess maybe she did Hunger Games in between. Was that after that? Um, yeah, she would have. Yeah. I think. Melodrama was 2017. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, she didn't fully disappear, but she came back with Green Light, gagged. Everyone gagged was gagged. the girls. Well, because everyone was like, oh my God, she's making like pop pop yeah. they played it in some clubs I remember like <laughs> um, went number in many countries it really did I mean I don't think melodrama in general did that well on the mm. charts um, certainly not to the extent of Royals no, which was no. a huge hit yeah um, but no Greenlight I fucking love Greenlight it's one of my favourite Lord songs I yeah. mean it's like everyone knows Greenlight's an incredible song definitely um, but it's so like I mean, of course, any breakup album is so special. Yeah. Um, when it's this messy, like, screamy, you know, yeah. Kelly Clarkson seems to be gone, oh. like, sour more recently. Yeah. Um, breakup albums, there's just simply nothing. Nothing like Nothing that, really. Um, Green Light came out, and then, uh, what, like, Perfect Places. And, yeah, um, um, Perfect Places, Homemade Dynamite. Oh, yeah. And then they had the, I think it was the Scissor remix and oh, it was liability was the second single. Oh, of course. course. And she performed it wearing a wedding dress on SNL. Do you oh, remember this? Yes. How could I, I forget? Iconic. Like, How could I forget? To be like that. Uh, that was he a photographer that broke up with her? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to be him, watching your ex perform liability oh, wearing a wedding dress. I think I would on SNL. And I mean, this rollout was very much like green lights, like. Well, she's back. She's got a big pop sound, and then she drops liability, and it's like, oh my oh, god, she's, she's sad. Oh, Poor girl, what's going on? Liability really was like, I mean, that is some of the most honest and raw songwriting. Pretty raw. I, I, it's pretty raw, right? She's been through a lot. But truly, though, like, I, and that's the thing. That's obviously why people um, are so fanatic about Lord. It's that because a lot of people feel like. Of our age specifically. Yeah, especially growing up with her, alongside her going through kind of similar things. She's the same age. And like for these first two albums, there is... There's an encapsulation of a time period that we, especially as we said, people our age in that period really went through and feel so deeply connected to because yes. it's like oh we were there it we was, were there we were on the front lines it's um yeah and I mean no one I think she's obviously writing about her very specific experiences but she, but she does it in such a universal way yes. that it can connect with so many people um liability like I still I still think about it every day mm. I'm a liability you it's are it's just true literally it's just true it's true it's true um Melodrama, I mean, I was so excited during the rollout. The album came out, and I think to this day it's my favorite album. Really? Wow. I think it's my number one. Like, mm, I remember my friend um, was working at Kmart at the time that Melodrama was rolling out, uh-huh. and they were working the night before it got released, and they all had all right. the CDs out the back. <laughs> and they were like, oh, they've got all the Melodrama CDs here. I was like, take one. And he was like, no. Oh my and god. And I was like, why not? How could like you, you can just pay it tomorrow. Yeah. Or like it's like you could go home and listen to it now. To you could listen? listen to it in your car on to- the way home from work. And they didn't. Do it. And they didn't. What no. a fool. What a fool. What a fool. And I guess maybe they didn't know that it no, would be they, the best big album. Lord Stan, they were waiting. Oh. And, the fa- and I think they were just like, no, I'll just wait. And I was like, 
That's very honest. You're, you're better than I. <laughs> better than I. But no, I would say Melodrama is my favorite album. I think it's... Um, the songwriting just knocks me off my feet, honestly. Yeah. And then, you know, this... The whole structure where, you know, she's like, oh, we're at a house party, whatever. But it really does take you on this journey where you're starting out really big with Green Light, Homemade Dynamite, and it's that rush of, like... Um, these huge emotions of a breakup and falling in love and and then it just we get the Louvre which is like such a I mean that is about just like falling in love exactly and it's that that guitar thrum like it it just I, I've never listened to something that captured that feeling so well yeah and, and then it to just bring that down Instagram captions for many years <laughs> I'm to 19 come. and I'm on fire oh, oh my god that I was gonna, gonna say out. um girlies in Paris going to the Louvre <laughs> yes it's down still, the back still, still, still the Louvre and then to bring that crashing down with liability and, mm. um it just it's the insecurity it's the huge emotions you feel as a teenager and and I, that's what sticks out to me I mean the cover art the sound stunning it's all of that uh, it's melodrama Literally. it's simply melodrama like when you're 17 19 whatever you feel like the world is ending when you go through a breakup or you're upset or yeah. like everything is like the biggest deal you're an open wound to the whole world mm-hmm. um, and that's what that album is to me I get is. chills thinking it's about it incredible it's one of the greatest did you see her live I um, did I did at, at the, the music, music bowl, bowl. Incredible. I was in the front which was great so I got yes. seats somehow I went with my friend Ruby it was beautiful God, we were both in the front section imagine <sighs> if we'd run we into cross each other oh Things would be so different, hey? Things would be so different. <laughs> um, we might have had a podcast years ago. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or worse, who's to say. Um, um, uh, incredible live. Incredible. Oh, one of the greatest. It's, and I believe um, she's touring. We actually planned this one out because she's touring soon. Yes. <laughs> within we'll the next it. week or so. So. Oh, is that how soon? It, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, we'll be there again. We'll be there. Separate again, Separate. Though. Exactly. I said I don't want to see James. No. Well, Keep- I don't think were we. Oh, we would have been friends when the two. I don't think we it were. was a long time ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was a long delayed concert. Yeah, but no, the gig at the at the music world was incredible. I remember yeah. I, I, the one thing with her is that I feel like she does tend to like over. Well, from this period, I feel like she kind of overexplained her music a bit. Like I remember yeah. before she sung Liability, there's this like it felt like Piano five, five minute yeah. um, preamble of her like explaining the song mm. which was odd to me because it, it felt like she almost felt self-conscious about the song and because mm. it is so raw and she's and, and she spoke about it of of her being in this fleeting state of mind where it's like I feel like I'm too much for everyone and, and it seemed like she felt almost self-conscious about then making that permanent in in the song mm. I don't know it's odd but but anyway um still a, a gorgeous gig oh, I remember everyone's lots of yeah, liability just stunning finishing with green light oh. The confetti. Uh, the confetti. Uh, I have a video. The, the neon signage everywhere. Yes. Uh. And also this era, there was like... I, didn't she like accuse... Was it Kanye of stealing her stage? Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was like the same designer or something. Yeah. I don't know. This is a funny time in culture because she was like friends with Taylor. Do you remember? Yeah. And of course, there's the beef with that. There's um, when Diplo was like... 
making fun of Taylor and then Lord was like, you have a small penis. Yes. Do you remember that? Oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny to look back on this era of Lord because she's so, I mean, now she's like so not a celebrity. She doesn't engage in like, social mean, media at yeah. all really. But, but back then she was really like in the trenches. Yeah, you she know? was fighting. She was fighting for Taylor. She was fighting. She was a Swifty. I think, uh, do you think they're still friends? That's a hard one. <laughs> because they were like... Besties. Yeah, they were besties back in the day. Mm. People come and go. I feel like they still have a fondness for each other. I just don't know if they're as close as they once were. That's true. I guess Taylor's so busy, right? I mean, I thought the same thing about Lena Dunham because at the time there was like Taylor and Lena. Lena. This thing of like, Taylor would be like, she's teaching me about feminism, (laughs) which is is like, I think she hasn't updated like her lessons since like the Lena Dunham school of feminism. (laughs) Um... But but I think they're still they're still friends oh, of course still because be Joe's in um, Catherine by Birdie ye- Catherine, Catherine Birdie. Birdie yeah they're definitely besties. Did you still. finish that? No, I never finished it. <laughs> Should I? It was cute. Okay. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Um, but anyway, so melodrama. We close the book on melodrama. And then Lord disappears. Just fully disappears, <laughs> and more so than after. Yeah. Uh, pure heroin. She's off the grid. No one knows where the hell she no. is. Well, she's probably at home. But at home in New Zealand. Yeah. Meditating. Meditating. Enjoying the peace and quiet. Yeah. Well, we didn't know at the time, really. No. We just got sort of um, email updates. Everyone's in a blue moon. Yeah. And it was so special to check your email and you have something from Lord. Exactly. Like, and it's such a, I have to say, such a lovely way to communicate with yeah. friends. Because it, it, it really speaks to her thing of like, I'm not going to just make content or an Insta story or whatever. She's like, I want to talk and have a conversation like yeah. with my fans, which is sweet. Very one-sided conversation, but a conversation nonetheless. <laughs> she checks her email. Oh, yeah. I haven't sent anything. Oh. But she's, I don't know if you read, but she posts, you know, pictures that people have sent her mm-hmm. and like, just, it's a dialogue. It's lovely. It's a dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we didn't really know what was going on. We knew she took a trip to Antarctica. Yes. Um, <laughs> and she released a photo book, did she not? Yes, which I own actually. Beautiful. Um, because... I mean, it's just a photo book of her trip to Antarctica. But uh, uh, being a diehard Lord fan, I was like, well, I have to... It's the first thing she's put out in... Years. Forever. Yeah. I have to buy it. I, I don't regret buying it. I no. mean, it's, it's fine. Like, But you, you didn't purchase it? No, I did not. I did even, not. Even the book was long delayed. It took, yeah. it took months and months and months to get to me. Oh, really? And then they sent me like a voucher for her store as like an apology, but then I forgot to use it. Oh, no. <laughs> How much was the voucher? I don't remember. Oh, um, obviously not too much. Yeah. It wasn't a well, maybe it was. I don't know. Um, but she went to Antarctica. Um, I remember very clearly um, waking up one day, email from Lord. It had been a while. I was like, yeah. oh my God, like album news or something. And I'm f- speed reading. And then I'm like, oh, her dog died. <laughs> do you remember this? <laughs> yes, I do. And it's it delayed fucking, the album. It's devastating. Like yeah. her description of... of like the event is like I, you know I'm excited reading this because I think it's good news and it's like fuck she's talking about how her dog died in her arms oh my god do you remember yeah it's so sad yeah. it's so sad but that was another thing where it's like she she puts it in such beautiful words she's, always, she's just got such a way with her pen she knows she how does. to she knows how to take out the the emotions of the moment mm-hmm. and really craft them in such a beautiful way. It's so true. Yeah. And and you know, it's so nice. She, 
everyone has a connection with their dog, but the way she writes about it is like just oh fuck, she really connected with this Literally. dog. Uh, was I feel like the dog's name was Pearl. I don't know if that was accurate, but I can't remember. Um, you know, relevant I know. these days. She predicted Pearl. She predicted the movie. <laughs> that dog died, so me like off could run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, the dog passed, delayed the album. Yeah. And then she makes her triumphant return. Her triumphant return. And what was it? It was Solar Power. Oh, yes. The single. Yes. She came back. She was on a beach. She was vibing out. Mm-hmm. Ripping a fennel bong. Oh, yeah. In the video. I yeah. That. Do, you, do, you, do you remember listening to the song Solar Power for the first time? I do. Yeah. Tell I me about quite it. liked it. I was really, like, invested in, like, the chill kind of different direction that she went in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a lead single is always an interesting choice because like you know she started with green light for the last one and that really like set the tone and like this was going to be different but yes and but this was like a real change yeah i mean it's not pop music no really um i remember sitting at my kitchen table putting it on and feeling extremely emotional mm. Not and now I look back and I'm like, well, it's. I don't think it was necessarily because of the content of the song. I think it was just because I had this connection with Lord. Yeah. Um, and it is. I mean, I'll say the end um section of the song Solar Power is very, like, it's kind of that cathartic when it just goes into this extended mm-hmm. chorus. I guess yeah. it is at the end. Um, it is a very beautiful sound, mm. but. But there was something about it. And then, you know, watching the video, I don't know. It, it was a shock to the Lord fans, yeah, hey? Definitely. It, I remember. It was, yeah. a, it was um, not a disappointment. Yeah. But it was um, completely not, that were, not what they were expecting. No. And I was definitely one saying like, well, she's not just... If it, I, I feel like a lot of people just expected melodrama 2.0. Exactly. Um, and of course, there's always gay people that get mad when any artist takes it in a direction that's like like slightly I feel like, different yeah like i feel like people there's people who still want beyonce to be making like the the music from four and Literally. rihanna to be making like good girl gone bad Literally. music and ariana to be making you know into you but it's like they've done that they've done you that. know let um, us grow yes Literally. um so it was a hard pill to swallow maybe um and I was very... I was kind of nervous, to be honest, about Literally. the album. Because I pre-ordered straight away because I'm like, it's Lord. Mm-hmm. It's my number one artist. See, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm one of the minority that I was kind of like, I'm into this. Okay. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I, I didn't... But it, something about it was... I think the thing is, I... I Obviously, like, I appreciate Lord. I really... Like, I love Lord. I feel like I don't have that huge connection that most people have with melodrama right. and that like obviously I think it's a perfect album I really uh-huh. like it but it's not something that I like really connected like connected isn't the word but like I don't have that re- not reverence but mm-hmm. it just didn't hit me as hard as it hit everyone else like I love it I think it's a great album but yeah I don't have that like emotional tie you're more that- of a Halsey unfortunately I was <laughs> is that um, what you would be listening to at the time Halsey yeah probably right 2017 because that was when HFK came out so that was like a big yeah anyway um, <laughs> we won't get into that yeah we could talk <laughs> yeah um, I was a okay. little bit more old but so like, maybe your expectations and I didn't have that like this is gonna change be- everything yeah yeah and I think I was able to kind of like look at it not as an outsider but just yeah. be like oh this is cool take it for what it is yeah it's and a I nice- think I had that 
almost privilege to be able to just be like, oh. The Halsey privilege. Yeah. <laughs> There's not many situations Not many where people where I can pull out my Halsey privilege. Your Halsey card. Mm. Um, yeah, so we got that. And then the second single was... So did the nail salon. Yeah. I believe. I think so. Which is, again, um, a very... It's even chiller yeah. than Solar Power. I This is where I was like... I mean, I really like Stoned at the Nail Salon. It's, um... I think it's beautiful. I think it's probably one of my favourites on the album. I would I say so, too. It's very beautiful. It's almost the same thing where she's releasing... Solar Power is kind of the big... It, it's more... It, I guess it's tight. It's more, like, radio-friendly, quote-unquote. Yeah. Even though it's not really. Um, and then Stoned at the Nail Salon is kind of the liability where she's being like, and now this is something slower and more... Yeah. Personal moody. and... Yeah. yeah. Stoned at the Nail Salon, I feel, really... Um, which is what she's so good at, is capturing, capturing this thing of the tension of growing up. And, and her... I, I found it moving for her to be like, is this right? Like, am I... Is this the life that I want? Um, yeah. Is kind of what she's saying in that. Literally. Like, have I made a mistake doing, doing this? Yeah, Being which is in compelling. The yeah. Um, and once the album comes out, there's there's more of this exploration. Um, very existential kind of album. I mean, like all of her work is very existential, but yeah. I think this coming from a point where she had really experienced like the high highs of the fame that she had, and then completely disappeared. Yeah. And took time to reflect and work on herself and all that and to say what do i want exactly what do i want with my life like what if i want to do something different one day but it's too late or something like exactly um so yeah i, I really like certain things i remember um california leaked around this time i don't know if mm. you remember i listened to it sorry Ooh. <laughs> i just got I couldn't wait. Um, and I said so I had that as sort of a frame of reference as well, um, which I enjoyed. I, I do like the song California. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was a third single. Oh, Mood Ring, of Mood course. Ring, the yeah. third single. Yeah. And, and that's... With the blonde wig. She was giving <laughs> Nine Perfect Strangers. Yes, she really we was. We had Chelsea Jade in the video clip. It's about serving. wellness. Yeah. What did you think of Mood Ring? I like Mood Ring. Okay. I think it was a little bit like when she was like, it's commentary on like this, this, and this. I was like, all right, girlie. Yeah. Is it that deep? It's, um, Love ya. But so Mood Ring's the most kind of radio-friendly poppy thing on the album, exactly. even, or, or of the singles that had come before. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I liked Mood Ring because it was poppier. Um, but now, like, I listen to it and... It, I mean, her angle of, like, this is a satire. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't really land. I, I agree, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're, like, making fun of this wellness culture. Mm. But it's a bit empty to me. I mean, the, the line of, like, the, the chorus line of, like, I can't feel a thing, I keep looking at my mood ring, I think is great. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, funny and cheeky and whatever. And it's a great image. But, but then... It just feels like her being like, I'm not part of this. Like, there's also like you had the privilege to like go off for like a f- five years and <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want and like look internally and have <laughs> this kind of like wellness, yeah, journey and whatnot. Which I mean, yeah. like, I'm sure she's very aware of that, but I was just kind of like, okay. it's just to me the idea of what she's getting at of like living in the modern world where you're just trying all these remedies, but it's actually your soul that's running. Is it's not really a new, yeah, idea, and she's not really offering a new angle on it either. And I and I find even where she's 
she's like that line of like, let's fly somewhere east and they'll have what I need. She's she's making fun of the people who you know see eastern medicine as this like mythic thing Healing, that will yeah. fix them. But but then her being that is kind of being like, oh, like I'm not like the other people that do this yeah. which is it's just kind of it falls flat to me yeah um but you know it's fun Bob. it's a bit fun it's, it's a banger it's funny because she said in the rollout for this album that she was kind of inspired by like early 2000s like max martin pop do you interesting this? yeah and she did a cover of break the ice um yeah on spotify or whatever no it's for you, vogue or vogue, something yeah. maybe vogue? but there's a video of like her in the woods singing yeah. break the ice it's a great cover right. i really love it i love break the ice of the song yeah and and i guess I don't really see that influence of the album except for this song. Yeah. I don't know what you find, but... I find it, yeah. I, okay, I, I agree, actually. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I get it to a degree, but, like, it's not really at all. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty clear that it's a sort of 70s vibe. Yeah. Thing. Like, anyway. Yeah. But, but, so we get Mood Ring, and then the album comes out. Um, what did you think of the album? I liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. It was probably one of my, uh, it was pretty, it was up there in my favorite albums of that year. I listened to it a lot. Okay. Um, just like chill. Like I really <laughs> enjoyed, I think coming into, cause it was 2021, wasn't it? Or was uh, it 2020? 2020. Oh no, 2021. No, 2021. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, close to the end of 2021. It was just like nice. Came out my birthday week. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Mm, what a day. What a week. Yeah. What a week. <laughs> big, big. Was it, was it a beautiful present? Were you happy with what you received? <laughs> Unwrapping that? Unwrapping. I feel like we're in lockdown at the time. Um, probably. But, um, I mean, let's go through a track by track, shall, oh, shall we? shall we? Are we deluxe edition or normal? <laughs> uh, let's do normal. Okay. Is that on Spotify even? Like the two bonus tracks? Yeah, I've got... I, I don't use Spotify. It's Apple Music. Um, <laughs> Helen of Troy and... Um, Helen of Troy and Hold No Grudge. They are on... Streaming, yeah. Are they? Oh, okay. Um, they came on like a... I on got the, the vinyl, the deluxe vinyl. Yeah, but it comes then, on a single... I don't know what inch it is, but it's like... Have you got it? No, I don't, because I just got it the It comes normal. on a single disc. Like a seven inch. Yeah, maybe it's 7-inch. Uh-huh. I don't know. So it's like I would never listen to them because I have to fully, like, put another vinyl oh, on there. Like, really? it's one side each. Yeah. Is that in your... Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you later. Interesting. Um, so we open on the path, which I really love. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's where she's looking at... I, I find the path really interesting because she's saying, like... I, and it's... What we were talking about where people feel like she can... She's the one who can um, write down what everyone is feeling and everything. You, you know what I mean? She, yeah. The, the voice of a generation type exactly. thing. She's rejecting that and she's saying, like, I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. Which is so... As as someone who's probably, you know, part of the problem. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's almost hard to hear because you're like, no, like... You, you are. are. You are. <laughs> no, stop. Yeah. You are. The other boy, right? Lord. Come on, girlie. <laughs> she's saying, is she looking for a savior? That's not me. Mm. It's not me. So she's looking internally and being like, I'm not that, I'm not that girl for you. Yeah. And, and again, she's talking about like going to the Met Gala and, and not, not enjoying the celebrity and, um, I hope the sun will show us the path, eh? Hey. <laughs> did did the sun show you the path? Um, <laughs> I'm not big on nature, really. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
I guess I don't really like the beach. I don't love going outside, sort of in general. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't think the sun has really shown me the path. Mm. I don't know. What about you? I think it has. In what way? Uh, in just ways. <laughs> no, you I won't share them with me. Well, I don't know if they'll resonate. Uh, but no. <laughs> it's too esoteric, is <laughs> too it? Esoteric. No, well, um, I like it. I think it's a good song. I think it's a really interesting opener, and it sets the tone super well for like what to expect going forward because it's such a different it's almost like an intro song it's almost like an intro song like you know when like it is they'll have like a shorter song as like an introduction or like a monologue of sorts yes at like the start i think that it does a really good job of setting setting the table the tone yeah and then we go into soul power i believe yes we do, we do. straight yes. into it straight into it and i mean we we spoke about it's it been fun and mm. then california california i like california um it's it's one of those things where it's um it's maybe not saying anything new. She's like, I don't like living in California because it's um, materialistic yeah. and stuff. It's like, yep, okay. It's very, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice song. I Like, musically, I really like it. Yeah. Um, I think that's the vibe with that, most of the album. It's like, it's really, like, I like the music, but, like, some of what she's saying isn't landing as well as I think she thinks it is. <laughs> is that bad to say? No, not at all. I think it's just, um, overall, it's quite a vague album. Mm. Um, and that's what's really different because she's usually so good at writing something so incredibly specific but also universal whereas this one it's more about a mood she said many times that this is more of like a weed album yeah um which you know makes sense Mm -hmm. um so we have california a bit of fun fun (laughs) starting the nelson which we spoke about we love and then we get to fallen fruit i Um, really like fallen fruit as a fruit as a fruit yeah (laughs) Who's fallen? I'm a fallen fruit myself. <laughs> you really. are. I've been through it. I've been tossed around. Quite bruised. Yeah, and bruised and battered, <laughs> if you will. Rotting. Rotting, decaying. <laughs> that is you. That's what I think about when I think of you. Yeah, she uh, wrote fallen fruit about me. <laughs> um, so I have to say, I mean, I like... I think Fallen Fruit is, like, catchy. But this is where she introduces this climate idea where mm. she's saying, like... The environment, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. To me, when we get to Fallen Fruit, I am like boring. Really? Yeah. Sorry. I see. I like the sonic change that it cho- like it goes through. Like I think it's a really interesting. Like in terms of the start stuff kind of area, and then you get into like the. Yeah, that's. I really like, like the that. Like, like the. <sighs> yeah, like the change in almost tone. I'll be doing that live when she sings this. <sighs> <laughs> I like that, but but to me it's more about the ideas where she's mm. talking about climate anxiety, and I'm like, you know what, I don't. Yeah, you don't have climate anxiety. <laughs> you know what, I don't. I was talking about someone the other, the other day. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we're probably the last generation that's like gonna have an okay world. <laughs> like I feel like the kids are just yeah. fucked, you know. But it's like. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, for, look, it's gonna come back to bite you. Look, not really. Yeah, I get it's bad. Um, <laughs> I get it's like that, bad, but it's like not gonna affect me. So no, like, why should sure. I worry? I get I'm climate- not having kids. <laughs> like, it's gonna be fine. I get that climate change is bad, uh, <laughs> but like, I just in the context of this album, she doesn't make me care about it. I, I get that. And I not feel that like it's her job. It's kind of like. <laughs> I feel like she's got a lot of big ideas about big topics, but the execution is just kind of like, here you go. (laughs) 
Yeah. 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 It's I, half-baked it, almost. Yes. I just yeah. don't feel emotional about um, the end of the world. Mm. <laughs> but but I, I mean, she's got an interesting idea here, which she's sort of said that she was, she's kind of playing this like pop star who is like in the climate apocalypse. Yeah. Right. Um, and she's like, she doesn't have any skills because she's a pop star and whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like you. No skills. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if, like, TV production will be... Transferable. Yeah, big mm-hmm. after... Uh, I know cl- my administration skills will be wonderful for the apocalypse, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, actually, you know what? Now I think about it, I'll be fine. Like, you've seen The Fablemans. Like, we need art, right? <laughs> Movies are dreams. <laughs> Movies are dreams. Like, we'll work something out. family. I'll write plays. I can it's adapt. the scientist versus the artist. <laughs> God, you would love it if I became a playwright, hey? Your no, favourite medium. I would love to write a player. I think I've got a great play in me. I don't Just know where, one. but and I don't know how to get it out. But uh-huh. I think I could write the next great. I want to say Australian play, but like, no, I don't want to write an Australian play. Good luck with that. Yeah, uh- thank you. Um, the next David Williamson. Whoever that is, I'm sure um, the gatekeeping audience will be there. Thank you. I'll, I'll let you know when I have my first reading, gatekeepers. You should make it about me. <laughs> be a very short play. <laughs> be very scathing, I imagine. Oh, literally, a one woman takedown. <laughs> a one woman show that's a takedown of Sam McGowan. <laughs> um, so we get Lord the phone- to play the. Lord, Lord, Lord Lord's will be, in the play. Yeah, oh she'll be doing it. She'd hate me. No, so we get Fallen Through, then we get Seekers from a Girl Who's Seen It All. Which I think is probably my favourite song on the album. Interesting. Yeah. As someone who's seen it all. I've hey? seen it from all. From a girl who's seen it all. Welcome to sadness, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I found it a bit naff. I don't know. A bit, Especially a bit the, what? A bit naff. <laughs> Especially the Robin Oh, thing. I love the Robin interlude it's moment. It's kind of corny. I, oh, but I think it's just like, this album's a bit corny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I have to say again, it is a good vibe. Mm. Um, but I think that's the thing about this album. It's just like a vibe. Like yeah. when I, and I think that's the thing, like I really like it. But then when I start to think about it a bit too much, it's kind of like, Hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I just like the vibe. This is something that I'm going to put on if like I'm in my room, like reading or something. And I just want some background noise. It's like, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's her intention with the album anyway. Yeah. She's always said it's like, and that's why I think the singles felt disappointing because it's like, it's an Out album. of context. Yeah. A bit tired there, James. Sorry. I don't know what's happening. Like, I've the just yawn. been yawning. Sorry. It's, it's a, Wake up. It's a strain album. I'm Wake like up. Stone and tired. I'm kidding. I'm not stoned. You're too blazed. Yeah. But, but Love song- to get on. <laughs> Love to get to on. Different album, James. Oh. We're not talking about Tanache right now. Um, <laughs> Who the hell is Tanache? <laughs> but this kidding. song. I who Tanashi is. I feel she's um this is where I feel the vagueness where she's being like, yeah, it's like growing up is hard and I feel anxiety about growing up. But it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like what she's saying, like couldn't wait to turn Yeah, I'm like, okay. Right. Mm. I don't know. Well, you I should just... know. It's coming up for you. It's going to be 10 years since you've been 15, old hag. Well, you sooner, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you first. So you, that's why you like the song. You yeah. were like... I couldn't wait. To, I literally couldn't wait to turn 15 and I blinked and it's been 10 years. <laughs> and then we get to the man with the axe, which is a change of pace again. Me. I'm the man. The man with the axe. Um, <laughs> 
Which is, I guess, like a love song to her, um, her man. Ooh. Who's like, I can't remember his name, but he's like some old guy. John. <laughs> some old, Sam. Some old man with the axe. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you like Man with the Axe? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's funny because it, I don't know, reads like a sad song, but it's like a love song. Yeah. I don't know if you get that vibe from yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. It's quite slow and, um... Again, she's looking at celebrity and the weirdness of that and anxiety of being on stage. and um, But, yeah, it's it's a nice song. It's, I don't know, I just get bad vibes from, like, her boyfriend. Um, I say that yeah. not knowing a thing about him, just the, of what he looks like. Um, and her being, like, about um, how his favorite record is the same as her dad's and I'm like well yeah because they're, the, they're the same age yeah <laughs> that's a bit off I don't know yeah but then we get to Domino's uh, mm. which I really like Domino's is good yeah, yeah it's yeah. a nice short um it's it's poppier yeah it's fun it's um, funky funky fresh yeah it's funky fresh Uma Thurman gets a shout Uma Thurman's mother gets a shout out yeah but it's it's fun I, I this is I feel like um I, this is my favorite type of award songwriting where she's kind of just being cheeky and fun and um, catchy yeah. and yeah, it's it's short like it's just short and sweet. It's a bit, a bit of fun. A bit of fun. Say that. For the girls. Did she perform that in like the rooftop session thing? Do you do you remember she's like with Jack Antonoff on the roof? Oh, uh, probably. That's giving very like. <laughs> gonna play my little guitar. Oh, maybe I'm just thinking that because you can hear the sirens in the background. Yeah, I, I don't maybe. remember. But um, that's another thing to mention. Actually, the Jack Antonoff of it all. <gasps> the Jack Antonoff. Okay, can you imagine Jack Antonoff? Uh. Can you imagine? What do you think? Because because something I something she said during interviews at the time, she was talking about how people so often nowadays attribute traits of the music to Jack Antonoff mm. and, and he produces a shitload of work yeah and you can definitely see his hand in things but people have this idea of like Jack Antonoff is like ruining music which which and and Lord was talking about in in the context of her work where she said I didn't make a Jack Antonoff album I made a Lord, Lord album, album. and I, I think it is reductive that people think that it's women he works with. Yeah, exactly. Like these women don't have a hand in no, what their sound is. I think it's like very. This album specifically is very different from like you look at the other works that he's produced. I don't think it has yeah. like that Jack Antonoff flair, whatever that might be. Well, I do see it in his his stuff is you know often like minimalist mm. production, which this sort of has, right? Yeah. I mean, um, it's almost like Gaslighter by the Chicks. I don't know if you've heard that. I'm album. not super familiar. I've listened to it a few times. Right. Did he produce that one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, that's like similar intr- instruments. Not not the most similar sound, but it's that mm. more of a bare sound. Um, but yeah, I, I this idea that Jack. Oh, I'm just ruining music. I, I mean, I get the I think frustration it's because I think if you look at the music that he's putting out and the people that he's working with, it's all. Like, I think some people are doing some really good work. Like, you look at, like, yeah. you've got, like, St. Vincent, who did, like, Daddy's Home with him. You've yeah. got... Um, did Clara do Sling with him? Um, I, I know he did Bags. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about Clara. Yeah, because I know Ross Darm did her first album. Anyway. I, I think- mean, I think the problem is more so that everyone is working with him. Mm. Um, and, you know, 
all of the dominant pop music is pretty much made by Jack Antonoff. But then you look back at like if you like you look back and it was like Max Martin and Dr. Lou. Yeah. So it's like there's always gonna be one powerful There's always the it girl. The it girl, yeah. But um he I mean to me, he will always be mother in a way because he literally made Melodrama with Lord. Yeah. I mean, that was his first album that he fully produced front to back. Yeah. Um, and he'll always be mother for that. Um, exactly. And, you know, normal fucking Rockwell. Um, I mean, one of the greatest albums ever. Truly. He's done two of the greatest albums ever. Period. And he's done some incredible work with Taylor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, there, but then I look at Midnight's, which is, again, he's done front to back. And that's where I kind of started to see the cracks. I think maybe we're getting a bit of Jack Antonoff fatigue. And I think he might be getting a little bit fatigued too. Because these women are just break. throwing that man around. He needs a break. And of course, once married to Lena Dunham. Uh, which I'd love to be in the inside of that relationship. I, so fascinating. <laughs> um, two powerful women. Yes, yes. But um, I think... With Jack and Lord, they clearly have an incredibly close artistic relationship. Yeah. And I think if she... I, I don't think solar power is like... I don't think it's bad, but I don't think... If you think it's bad, I don't think it's bad because of Jack Antonoff. No. Um, I think he clearly... that People work with him for a reason. It seems like he's really good at, at listening, of course, and interpreting... Um, you know, people's work into something of a final product. Um, But, but I feel like, yeah, lately, probably since Solar Power, um, the tides may be turned against Mm. Jack Antonoff. Because what's he done since? Like, he's done a bit of, like, I know he did Daddy's Home and... He did the 1975 album. The new one from last year. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that. Um, I like it too, but but again, that feels like a Bleachers album to me. Yeah. Um. He yeah. He did an album with oh, Bleachers. He did Seduction, Daddy's Home, uh, Arizona Baby by Kevin Abstract. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's doing. Did you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Yes. And he yeah, did of Dance Fever. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah, you look at something like Dance Fever, and um, which came out similar time to this, and he did, I think, a bit on Maggie Rogers. Um. Yeah. Because Mag, isn't it? I know Phoebe Bridges. No, it's Phoebe Bridges and is it Maggie Rogers or Clara does backing vocals for? Oh uh, yeah, Phoebe Bridges and um, Clara do. Oh, it's Clara. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, enough about that man. That man. <laughs> so we get Domino's and then we get Big Star. Yes. Which is about her dog. Um, I really love Big Star. What do you think? I like Big Star. It's nice. Yeah. I, I feel like it's like the vibe of the album. It's just like nice. Yeah. Sp- Big Star, like for lack of a better word, I feel like it's very like sparkly in the way that it's mm. just kind of like, yeah, like, I mean, dreamy. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It's got specificity and it's really, really beautiful. Like I think it's very touching and and again, it's about a dog, but yeah, it's like you really feel so deeply her connection. Yeah, um, and having that knowledge of you know that the dog has died and it, yes, it's a simple narrative. <laughs> the dog died and it's sad. Yeah, but, but no, it's I, beautiful. It's a nice it, tribute. It, it really is. Have you seen her tattoo of um? Yeah, that she has a tattoo of a, a scratch of the dog, which is very sweet. Mm. Um, yeah, I love Big Star. Then we get Leader of a New Regime, which is almost an interlude. I would say it's quite yeah. short. But again, that's like back to the climate thing. Yeah, I don't know. Getting into that. Heady. I just feel, yeah, I just feel like it kind of lacks a bit more thought. An angle, yeah. I guess. It's yeah. like, 
not that there's wrong anything wrong with saying something that's already been said, but it's kind of just like, what's your take, Lord? You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Um, I think she opens with the leader of a new regime on on this tour. Oh, interesting. Yes. I haven't really looked at the set list. I did look at the set list and I was relieved because there's a decent amount of like melodrama. Yeah. There's not too much soul about it, thank God. Yeah. Um, and then we get Moon Ring. Which we all... Fabulous. <laughs> we all know about the blonde wig. Blah, blah. Yeah. And then she went blonde. She must have loved that wig because she went blonde. Yeah, she went blonde. Um, do you like her blonde? I do. Mm. She looks very, like, Scandi. Very... Yes, um, she, she does. She looks like Masha from... Um, <laughs> she really Nine does. Perfect Strangers. It's giving Nicole. Yeah, who came first? I yeah. think Nicole came first, I think, actually. Uh, yeah, probably. Because I remember the video coming out and there were all these comparisons. Yeah, so she must exactly. Have first. Yeah. And then we close on Oceanic Feeling. Ah, oh, what a what a track. I really love Oceanic a, Feeling. A really excellent closer. It's really beautiful. And, and you know, that's when I feel this, this nature connection. And, and, like, that's when I see what she sees. Yeah, it comes together. You awning again? Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't know why I'm yawning. I had a coffee Wake before. Wake the fuck up, That's James. such a sleepy album. It's getting me into, you know, chill. I can't stand you. Uh, yeah, Oceanic Feeling is really beautiful. She's got, like, the cicadas from New Zealand. Yeah. And um, it closes. It just paints it a really... It really brings it all together so well. It does. It paints a beautiful image. And, um, yeah, I see I see the sun that will show me the path. Mm. This is Oceanic oh. Feeling. I'm pretty sure she closes the tour. Oh, thank too. goodness. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But then I think I'd prefer to go out on green light or something. <sighs> yeah, something a bit more uppity. Like ribs. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I don't know about ribs. I think let's go on yeah. green light if she's listening. Yeah. And <laughs> if you're going to change that, Lord, please. Yeah. And then yeah. there's the two bonus tracks, um, which... Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy is like, ugh, fine. Yeah. And what's the other one? Because um, I like the other one. I can't remember the name of it, though. <laughs> Hold no grudge. Yes. Another yawn from Jenny. Yes, here we go. Uh, Wake up, pal. Wake up. Um, I really like Hold No Grudge. Again, it's a little vague, but that's... Someone said it's like the content of melodrama with the sound of solo power, which mm. I kind of see. I see that. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's a fun album. Mm. Fun album. <laughs> it's, I think that's it. I think it's... I think coming off such a highly regarded, important album that really shaped a lot of people I feel like it's not like she was doomed to fail but like how can you top that yeah like realistically yeah. like anything that you're gonna do is gonna be compared and held to this high standard and yes. she took such a big swing which I think works I think this album's good it's a good album yeah um it's yeah it's just a swing that for people that are, it just might not have paid off, but it paid off for me. Yeah. And I think th- people are so like, Lord, you like made my life. Ma, 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 ma. Well, they want her to be what this like they- sad girl. And she's like, I'm not sad anymore. Yeah. Like that's like <laughs> literally it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, I mean, I always want her to make music that she wants to make and, and that comes from her heart and that's clearly yeah. what this is. Um, and she wanted to make a 70s style album and she yeah. did and good for her. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Good for her. Yeah. I love, I love like the... I listen to it like not a lot, but like fairly often it's probably, especially like at this time of year. Yep. I, it's like a really nice like summer. It's In like a sun. good, yeah, afternoon album. Yes. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until actually the good weather when I, I put it on and, and to listen to it in that context, it, it really works. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I really love the um, stage design and stuff that she's had, which is very 70s and yeah. her yellow outfits and the sunglasses. I'm very excited and for the tour. And I, I think wait. having it at the Music Bowl is such a great idea because that, that um, for those who don't know, the Sydney My Music Bowl is an outdoor yep. venue that's just like on this big hill yeah. in the city of Melbourne. It's and it's just like gorgeous. And it'll be like sunset. Yes. When she, I saw Florence and the Machine there a few years ago. Right. That was really fun. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that was really good. So, yeah, I'm just excited. I think yeah. it'll be a really... I mean, that's the thing. She's an incredible performer. And that's she, she has um She has an amazing way of creating intimacy and a, a real connection with her mm, audience. That's when she shushes them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the oh. Lord's Dance were in the trenches that day. That was insane. She fully... Didn't she put out an email being like, relax? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's not that tape, you guys. Oh my Come God, on that now. was so bad. And then she had to do the damage control and she was like, sing as loud as you want during this song. <laughs> <laughs> so she's still got a sense of humor. Yeah, she's a funny, she's got that like a, a Australasian, <laughs> New Zealand sense of humor. She doesn't take herself too seriously. When's she going to be a judge on Drag Race Down Under? Oh my <laughs> God. That'd be great. That would be a bit of a slay. <laughs> God, they do me. well because they've done a green light lip sync, what, right? Um, and it was bad. Um, Night of a Thousand Lords. Oh, now that, <laughs> now that. So there's one question: Is this album getting in our gate? Well, if you look at the criteria, quality, quality. Yeah, it's got quality. I think the thing about the quality is it's so quality in the sound, quality in the lyrics. Oh, that's your with the question. No, I mean, I just think so. This album specifically, given our discussion, I think the sound quality is great, but like what she's actually saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get what she's saying. She's communicating message, but but uh, look, yeah, it has quality. I would say. Does it slay? I don't think it does. I don't think it slays. Yeah, it's not not a mood ring. Comes close. Yeah, if any of them come Mm. close, it's mood ring, but it doesn't get there. Does not slay. Doesn't make it there. Does it benefit the queer agenda? Um, not really. Yeah, I'm just trying to find an angle. <laughs> yeah, ble- ble- bleaching your hair. Yeah, very queer activity. Which I invented. Mm. Um, but ultimately, no. I think no. Yeah. Uh, is it a classic? Ooh. Now this is up for. <laughs> this is very much up for debate, given the Fuck. fact that you know we look at Lord and we've got pure heroin, mm-hmm. which classic. And melodrama. It's a class- I mean, it's a two m- classic. You know what? I am going to say no. Ooh, is that okay? I, I don't, what do you think? I think, yeah, I think... You think it is a classic? No, 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 no. Oh, I think... Yeah, um, you think no, huh? Perhaps a few more years removed, it might <laughs> be. But at uh-huh. this point, I don't think we're ready to put solar power up in the classic. Up in the Hall of Fame. So, I unfortunately... Solar power is not, not going to be great. I feel bad saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad. I think, I don't know. I think if we were talking about Lord as a whole, mm-hmm. absolutely. But when you're talking about yeah. one specific piece of art. Yeah. And you know, it's obviously not her weakest. It's not her strongest, <laughs> which is the same <laughs> which thing. Which would make it the But weakest. when you phrase it like that, it, mm, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Lord as a woman. Come on through. Say, maybe we'll go see the concert and things will change. 
Maybe. Maybe, but maybe not. But, um, Sorry, Lord. Yeah. We still love you. We still love you. <laughs> like she cares what two fags think. Literally. She give a shit. Um, <laughs> Literally. We'd love to have you on so we can discuss <laughs> in, in further. Yes. If she comes on, I will say that it's the best album ever made. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> to her face. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, thank, thank you for you. listening. This actually is the end of our little mini series. Our little album <laughs> thing. We, 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 call we it. hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, yes. We'll be back with fresh episodes episodes next week exactly um, we've exciting. got a great topic to explore oh it's and it could it's, change i don't know what it is yeah but we, exactly we much have, to explore we'll have many have had many experiences by the time we're talking next i will probably be a different person oh and no. and james will be the same i'll be the same because <laughs> i don't change do you think people change <laughs> i think they change but stay the same mm, at the same no, time I think <laughs> Anyway, anyway, thank you so much, guys. Like, comment, subscribe, give us five stars, follow mm-hmm. us at Gatekeeping Pod on Instagram. Yes, exactly. And have a lovely, have a lovely week. Bye. Bye.